transportation, which is you the buses. You can choose? Also, oh, there's three different. Choices. Yeah, well, you, they give you a list that you choose, uh, but you don't always get what you're going to get. Yes. You know? So they give you like a wish list, right. and then you can say, hey, I want to work CJ, I want to work uh, Towers, IRC, whatever, I, or I can work the courts. You choose, and then wherever they need you, wherever they put you based on where you live and demographics, then they kind of throw you that where way. Where did you go? I ended up going to Wayside. Okay. okay. Yeah. Then talk to me. Supermax. Yeah. How was your experience? I was. I was at North. You're at North. I, okay. uh, yeah. I was at North. I worked a little bit at East, but North was mm-hmm. where I did my time, and I was only there for two and a half years. Oh yeah. Yeah. A lot yeah. of overtime. Dude. So they say when you work the jails, there's a lot of overtime, but then there's when you a lot on the streets. It's like no overtime. There's a lot of overtime everywhere, mm-hmm. especially okay. now. But it goes in. It goes in like everything else. You know, yeah. when you have a lot of people, there's not a lot of overtime. But in the jails, there's a lot of overtime. In the streets, when I got out there, there was a lot of overtime. And when you're new. There's a lot of overtime because you're putting in extra hours. You're you're getting hammered by the radio box and 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 calls and whatnot. You're mm-hmm. taking everything. So, uh, yeah, I did two and a half years at North. Uh, how was that for you? That was the culture shock for you when you first started w- working there, or was it just another day at the office? Um, I mean, it definitely was a shock, you know. But at the end of the day, um, you you get trained in the academy to kind of phase that out. You get trained to see certain things on videos. You you do tours, you're, you know, you're going through a training that exposes you to that. So it's not a shock at the beginning when you get there. You have to put up a front at the end of the day because you can't expose weakness. Mm. So how you is know? it, because you see a group right here in North Hollywood, yeah. and you named a few neighborhoods that, you know, you, that you used to deal with as growing up in the school districts and stuff. Um, now you're in Wayside and uh, you had to know somebody there, some oh, gang yeah. member there. It's just like, ah, did you did you just avoid them, or did you be like, what's up, homie? Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> like like you know, because you know, yeah, a prisoner will, will, will attract to somebody that they know, yeah. even if it's a cop to to try to flip you, yeah, to to see if they can do, you can do stuff for them. Yeah, I mean, so how do you see it on the other side? Yeah, so I didn't run into anybody until a little bit later, which was a guy that I knew. But um, it, you know, it's a big, it's a big LA County is the biggest sheriff's department in the yes. nation. So we house a lot of inmates and we have several facilities. So I worked a small facility where somebody had to go through there or whatnot. And sometimes I don't, you know, maybe I don't recognize them. People look different in uniforms, you know? And so um, I did run into somebody that I used to play baseball with. He was doing uh, some warrant Mm -hmm. stuff. He was a trustee. I ran into him uh, and we hugged it out. I took him to the side. I said, you need anything? You need some double ups? You need yeah. you need a blanket or whatnot? No, nah, man, at the end of the day, people are people. People are human yeah. at the end of the day. Um, and, you know, there are policies, there are violations that you can get in trouble as a deputy sheriff, you know, if you uh, interact with somebody in certain ways. Um, but to know somebody or whatnot uh, is not bad or to, to do whatever. But yeah. obviously to do favors in different ways or yeah. bringing in different things that people can get caught up in, obviously legal stuff not good. Now, so. getting back to the, the training part, Yes, sir. No disrespect to you, but deputy, but do they train you guys to be assholes? <laughs> they do. Let's yeah, keep it a hundred, right. homie. Yeah. Let's keep it a hundred. Yeah. Do they train you guys just to be assholes? Because I heard that part about you saying show no weakness. It's not an asshole mindset. It's a safety aspect. Okay. So they train you that uh, certain things can kill. There's like 10 commandments. Okay. Your hands are number one, right? Yeah. Always make sure you're visual with the hands, uh, your presence verbal judo, talking to people. Oh. So there's a lot of different things to do. And the number one thing is I need to go home, right? Yes. And, and I need to go home. That's This is a job that I'm getting paid for to do, right? To keep the community safe. And so at the end of the day, they teach you um, to stay safe at whatever measures, okay? So if that comes off like an asshole to somebody, you know, unfortunately it is. Listen, at the end of the day, there's good people, there's bad people. There's people that have verbal judo, that have good presence, that keep themselves well fit, and that have a good mind and are good people. And then there's the ones that are assholes, right. plain and simple. 
Did I deal with them on the job? Absolutely. Shit, I, there was a racist cop that, that, that uh, you know, was one of my partners at one time. But, um, you know, that's a good question. It, it may come off like that. And, that I, and I believe that, you know, one of the reasons I'm here also is to understand that there's a communication barrier. And this is, this is the reason why it's us versus them and, and whatnot. And it's not us versus them. A cop is there to serve the community, serve people that live in that community. And at the end of the day, um, hopefully the community sees it like that. But there's a small percent of people that are in that neighborhood, whether it be gang members, whether it be thugs, whether it be whatever the fuck it may be, that are causing havoc. And you don't know because there's not a persona. If I look at you, I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are until I realize that you're not that person. So I, I need to handle that situation in a certain way. Yeah. Um, and if it comes off being an asshole, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry I hurt your feelings, right? <laughs> I'm sorry I fucking hurt your feelings. But at the end of the day, I'm going home and you're not getting uh, shot. You know? I, yeah, but you know, those were the days back then too. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. now you can't even fucking say anything. And then what? You don't say anything and then somebody's getting hurt. Yeah. yeah. That's, remember, that's where we're at right uh, now. My dorm got raided and I was in the shower. They pulled me out fucking butt naked yeah, give a shit. in December oh, yeah. outside on the yard in oh, December. Yeah. And it's cold up there in Wayside yeah. in yeah, December. They, they got no mercy. Yeah. Homie. No, I don't know. They so got no mercy where, over there. Where were you at? I was at the 714 Supermax. Oh, Supermax. And, and yeah. I was up on the tier and the fucking raid. The fucking guys came raid running in. Fucking drag yeah. mine. Like, let me put my boxers on there. Like, get the fuck out. Like, hey, fuck. Hey, hey, after, well, after. What, around what time, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, it was around 435. No, no, I'm sorry. Uh, what years? Oh, that was uh, 94. Yeah. I mean, th yeah. things have changed. You know, I joined in 98. So at the end of the day, you know, that's not happening now, as far as I know, right? Because, yeah. uh, and it's a good thing and it's a bad thing. At the end of the day, we I think we talked about yes. it. You know, the ACLU is there to do a job, right, uh, for that. And, and certain laws are there to protect the <laughs> civilians and whatnot. But also, at the end of the day, as we both know, times have changed. You can't even fucking spank your own kid. Yeah. So if you can't put hands, and I'm not saying go put, beat people down, but if you can't handle certain things and demand certain respects, then what ends up happening is the other fucking side starts to take advantage of that. And emboldened. Plain and simple. So. Yes. Emboldened. Yes. Now, the, I think the, the issue that a lot of people have, and you kind of touched on it right there, you said you had a racist partner. Yes, sir. Um, uh, racist guy that I worked racist with. Racist tendencies, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, in the regular world, people feel, and I'm not saying myself, but I'm saying people feel that, oh, you got a racist guy, you should record him, you should report him, you should sit there and, uh, you know, Find a way to get him fired. Yeah. But how does that work if when you have a guy in there that, damn, this guy's got some racist tendencies, how do you deal with that? Yeah, well, you said it perfectly. In the real world, right? In the real world, uh, law enforcement is a hierarchy. It's a paramilitary organization, right? Um, let's just turn the facts really quick. On your, you were in a gang, right? Yes. And if you were the new guy, you think you're going to step up to the, to the OG? No, you're going to no, suck you're up. Not, you're not going to do it, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of the same thing. And I'm not... I'm not relating it to a gang, but no, what no, I'm yeah. saying is it's a job. You're the new guy. I was a new guy at that at that point. This guy so, had been there's there. There's a, a chain of command. There's a chain of command. And so if I expose this guy mm -hmm. at that point or do something about it, did I say something to my training officer? Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. He knew it already, right? Yeah. Um, everybody knew who this guy was and, and kind of deal like some of the guys. But um, yeah, there's a hierarchy. And, and so you you play the game. You you have to, it's a you know, it's called a tradition of service for a reason. There's there's a hierarchy, there's a um, a game you play to get off training to be one of the boys kind of deal. Yeah. So, so now let's talk about being one of the boys. When yep. you first came out um, after the after the county jail, where did you start patrolling? What areas? Yeah, so I went out to uh, Linwood area. Okay. Linwood, Willowbrook, um, Firestone, um, Huntington Park. That's that was a hard original. area. Huh? That was a good area. Yeah. That's a good area. It's a it's a, a lot of action. 
a lot of action, a lot of good people too, man. Mm-hmm. A lot of really good people. It's a really good area. We we patrol just outside LAPD's area, which was, you know, you have five different projects down down there. You have uh, the Imperial Courts, you have the Jordan Downs, you have the Pueblos, you have um, uh, like two other ones down there. And and so uh, it was it was hot. It was pretty cool. It was it was a good area because there's a lot of good that you can do, and there's a lot of action for sure. Mm-hmm. No, you're, you're not. You're not. You're uh, not it's not a boring, boring day. <laughs> it's not a boring day. Yeah. But, but and there's some guys like you know, like yourself back then. There's some guys that are looking for action. And is, is there guys in the sheriff's department that even though they're at the same age, that don't want any of that? Yeah, absolutely. We call them slaps. People that just want to you know want a paycheck, want to go home, want to work overtime, just give and, out parking tickets. Yeah, parking tickets, whatever they want to <laughs> do, man. But you know, there's people that want to make a difference <laughs> at mm-hmm. the end of the day, and there's people that that uh, the shit follows them as well, right? Well, um, and, and that's one thing we spoke about. Uh, few weeks or months back whatever it was and uh we were speaking about that but i got the impression it's almost i mean let's be honest deputy it's a lot of like the gang kind of culture right um you get the guys who are just the regular members which would be in a hood it'd just be the homie that just sells the opus with the girls and then you got the guys with the gangbangers the guys are out there putting in work taking care of business and it seems like you know some of the sheriffs, which end up joining these cliques, and I believe you were part of one of those cliques, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Those are the guys that are putting in work. Yes or no? Yes. And when I say putting in work, what do you take it as? They were working hard to try to uh, make a difference in the community, to bring bad people to jail, and to make sure that the community is safe, that we're making this a better place, and that the people that are putting in work, for, like gangsters, that are going to jail, right? Look, at the end of the day, nobody wants an innocent person shot, okay? Nobody wants, you know, when we grew up back in the day, there was, you know, uh, Dodger bats, (laughs) right? right. There was chains, Mm -hmm. there was tire, uh, right? That's how, and hands, and Mm -hmm. fists, and you threw down, okay, cool. You want to handle business, handle your business. Is it right, is it not, whatever. But now there's guns, right? As, so, as soon as the 90s kind of started and, yep. and, and drive-bys. Escalated. And you know what? At the end of the day, there's families that live in those neighborhoods. There's people and innocent people. Innocent and, people. And, and that's that's the reality. And so putting in work, which you're calling a clique, which I'm calling is hardworking people uh, or deputies or hardworking law enforcement officers. Because it just doesn't. See, the media only throws down uh, deputy. That shit exists. Tattoos exist in so many different uh avenues mm-hmm. in the LAPD, in the Burbank, like every law enforcement officer, uh, agency has tattoos. Yes. Right? It, throughout the nation. Yes. Okay? Mm-hmm. There's a video of uh, some on a YouTube about some police department and they actually are called the Jump Out Boys. Okay? Mm-hmm. And they're, there's like a song and they're singing and they're in uniform and I'm like, what the hell is going on? And it's in some other state. Okay? So why is it happening here? Why is, why is LA County Sheriff's being attacked? Right, as deputy cliques, as subcultures, or as deputy gangs that they call it. Well, I, I think uh well first first of all, let me tell you this. Believe it or not, this cholo, we're pro police. Like we're we're pro police as far as you know, you guys are very much in the community. I'm never one of those guys that would sit there and say defund the police, which they were saying three or four years ago. Now you got the same politicians that were saying that, saying we need more police, our crime has gone up. Well, because it, you need a balance, and, right. and, and I'm all for that. Right. Uh, with the with the deputy sheriff thing, and the reason this this uh, this podcast going on today is because of the the latest uh, rule that they want to see the tattoos. Correct. In other words, show me your tattoos, Holmes. Yeah, that's um, right. <laughs> I, I I I say this, deputy. When I see pictures like this, yeah, 
I see if I if I didn't see if I didn't see the guy wearing a sheriff uniform right there, which we can we'll talk about him in a minute. They look like the Beastie Boys, no? <laughs> no, you look, you, 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 you guys there, which is the deputies, look like gang members in the late '80s. That's exactly what that picture looks like. Am yeah, I, would I be wrong for for assuming that? No, I mean a picture can tell something without uh, explanation for sure, right? That you look at that picture and it can say, "Hey, that's what they look like," right? Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of things behind something else, right? If we believe what's out there in the news, sometimes also, right? If we're just looking at it, shit, we all got duped with COVID. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying COVID was a real thing, but we got fucking scared, right? Yes. So at the end of the day, if we're following and just looking at the news or looking at a picture and not doing further detail behind it, you want to ask me picture, you know, questions about that picture, we can further explain yeah, what's going on and stuff. Absolutely. But that's what I'm saying is you're 100% right. We can all look at somebody just as people say, hey, you guys are profiling. Cops are profiling. Yeah. What do you think we do? You think we just fuck it? Yeah, of course we look at tendencies. Yeah, yeah, it's course, called yeah. tendencies. How are you driving? What are you doing? Why are you looking at me in a certain way? Why did you make a left right now? You know, um, why did your hand come out of the, the car door really quick? While you turned, did you drop something? Did some fly out? Is that a, a baggie or is that so-and-so? Right. So, so I'm no. going to stop you to find You're out. You're policing. That's policing. Right. Yeah. So it's policing. So what I'm saying is that there's there's a picture for sure. And and sometimes there's stuff that's out there on the media and, and, and what we hear. But people need to... Take a step back, and then, and that's why I'm here, actually, oh, right? No, to try I to ex- further that. explain a little bit. And I'm not trying to back up certain things, you know. But what I'm trying to do is just tell you, like I said, the truth, my experiences, mm-hmm. and and sometimes, you know, the way it is. So. Well, well, it's but to me, it's almost this. It's almost like we're putting the the mirror to you guys now and doing the same thing that you guys did to, to the community. There you say. go. And that's and that's what's going on right now. So in other words. <laughs> Just like you pulling up on some guy who may not be a gang member, and let's say in the and let's say ninety nine, right? You're pulling up on some on some youngster, but he's still got the bald head, he's got the big pants, he's got all the he's got the tramos, he got the whole look, and you go up to him and you're like, and he's like, man, I'm not a gang member. Why are you right. pulling me over? Well, when you've got the tattoos, you've got the the whole group of sheriffs throwing up, which looks like hood signs. You guys are clicking up together. Walk like a duck, talk like a duck. You right. get treat, you're gonna get treated like a duck. Right. So I, I I believe that me personally, um, I believe that the sheriffs, the guys who are there now, should show their tattoos because it's like anywhere else. You're you're working you're working for the sheriff's department, which is highly around gang members, drug dealers, all kind of you know crime and stuff. So if somebody who's working in that kind of department isn't gonna show some tattoos of his body. Who knows? This guy might be a gang member. It might not even be that tattoo. Yeah. So to me, as a as a as a citizen, I would say, what do you got to hide? If 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 it's really not a gang, if it's really nothing like that, what do you got to hide? What say you? Yeah, because it's it's taken out of proportion. You almost don't have a voice. Okay. Um. But let's let's keep it real. The the definition of a gang member is three or more, in conjunction. There was about eight in that picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. Right. Ocho. There's three or more in conjunction with criminal activity. Okay, three or okay? more. Mm-hmm. So nobody sure. says that you can't. If you and I had a tattoo and we were brothers and we had a family crest, or, or all three of us were, were, were you know, were, we have the family crest, does that make us a gang? I, uh, Absolutely not. It makes ahead. us brothers, right? It makes us, we have a, a same tattoo based on our last name or whatnot. If we go commit a crime, can it be, per definition, uh, say that we were a gang? And can they charge us with that? Absolutely they can, okay? Now, what I'm saying is that the tattoo by itself or the tattoo in conjunction with 20, 30, 100 people is not a gang unless you're doing something wrong. Now, is there gang-style stuff that is going on in 
all law enforcement with people that either have tattoos or don't have tattoos? Absolutely. Okay? Yes. But be, to say that everybody that has a tattoo is in a clique, in a gang, deputy gangs, or, or this is unfair, is what I, I believe. Okay? Yeah, the, the way I see it is, I got pulled over maybe about five, six years ago, and they labeled me as a gang member. I was coming out of a liquor store. You know, I seen... Um, gang unit across the street. I said, oh, well, you, are so I gang, you are a gang. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, no, let me get to the point. Let me get Wait a minute. <laughs> right? So, you know, I, I was coming out with the 12-pack of beer. So I, saw, so I started thinking of the law. I threw my 12-pack of beer inside the trunk. Got in. They pulled me over like that. I asked, where'd you pull over? They were like, the way you look. I'm like, all right. So, okay, I understand that. You know, but then they went further and pulled off my shirt. Like, take off your shirt. They want to see. They want to take pictures of my tattoos. Mm-hmm. So, me seeing that you guys are doing it to, to yourselves now, mm-hmm. it's kind of like fuck yeah, yeah. You know, you I guys, you, you guys can do it to me. So, but now, why are you guys getting mad when we do it to you? Right. You know, we meaning the people of you know, right. Pushing up the on, community, the on citizens. The, yeah, citizens. Yeah, I mean, I I totally you know, understand. So why are you guys getting mad when you guys do it to me? Absolutely, I totally you understand know? your point of view. Mm-hmm. I totally understand where you're coming from when you guys are coming from yeah. and seeing it a different way. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's the disparity that I think that the communication that that uh, the community and then law enforcement doesn't see it. The way that law enforcement sees it coming from that from that uh, arena where I, I used to work mm-hmm. is we see it as a brotherhood in regards to hey man, you've worked hard. Um, You've done a lot of good. Um, you're out here. You're busting your ass. You're making this 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 community, this sheriff station look really good. And so you deserve this tattoo. You earned something, just like um, just, just, just like just like a gang member, like, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 yeah. There you, you go. That tattoo. So it happens in the military. No, it happens my, in was, it happens in college. That was you my earn question. I was gonna I was gonna ask you how how do you become what do you like to call it? The brotherhood, the clique, like. Uh, no, I. You know, I. I to be honest, uh, you see, it's hard to yeah, yeah. talk about this without actually referring it to like to, to a gang, to like the hood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you want to be part. In other words, it, it, he does say he's been working for it. Do I come up to him and say, "Hey, man, you want to be part of the clique, guys?" <laughs> yeah. Okay, how did you how get did, approached to eventually yeah. become part of one of these uh, cliques? Yeah, exactly the same way I just said it. They, they said, "Hey, man, we see that your your arrests are up. You're top ten in in bringing in gangs and arrests, dealing with gangsters. You're you're doing good. You've you put in your work." You've, You've done time, obviously, that out here you have experience, you're a leader in the department, and we'd, you know, we'd like to offer you the, the tattoo that uh, signifies hard work. I mean, And there's a certain tattoo that a certain group of people use. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Certain stations have certain tattoos yes. that, that signify whatever they and, want. Okay? And what if you would have said no? No problem. They no. would have never fucked with you again? No. no. They, they, mm-hmm. Maybe they asked me another time or whatnot, yeah. um, but... Yeah, it's not like you don't get it and you get treated a certain way. Yeah, that's, you know? that's what I was the, at. One of the biggest problems that that is that I want to that I want to bring up is that some of the people that are actually talking and doing some stuff are the ones that that don't have the tattoo, mm-hmm. right? Um, that never got offered the tattoo or or whatever. They're haters at the end of the day. You know why? Because they're exactly the way we were talking about earlier. The slaps, the people that just want to write tickets. Those fucking mm-hmm. people. You guys should be mad. At those people, because at the end of the day, protecting this community here are the hardworking guys. The guy that sees, look, a good cop is the one that pulls up to a car that stopped right in front of your loke, okay? The two guys that all of a sudden duck down and whatnot. The other cop that doesn't have the tattoo is a cop that keeps going and goes, all right, fuck it. You know what? They're not paying me enough. That guy's whatever. He's parked okay. See you later. And then they come and burg your house with shotguns and shit. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So that's the way I see it. 
but I understand the yes. way the community and people see it, and also gangsters that have tattoos and have a signal, a sig, uh, uh, like a tattoo or a signal that that uh, identifies them. But there is very tight clicks. There is also uh, there is a blowback to guys who don't and start. Uh, you guys call them rats. I think there was a guy in, in I think Linwood or something in towards that area that a couple years ago uh ended up quitting the department because he went and told his superior officer hey man these guys are doing this you guys are doing that he in other words became the whistleblower and soon enough he was ostracized this guy is no longer part of the clique and he had to quit because now the same deputy cliques are now pushing pushing up on this guy does that happen that happens in life, brother. Whistleblower for the government Very that true. now is living in another country, Very right? True. It happens with gangs. You got to snitch. What, what do we say? Snitches and ditches. Snitches and bitches end up in ditches. It happens everywhere. You're at a job. You do, you call in late and you show up late and this guy's supposed to cover and he tells the boss, hey, fuck you. Now you. So it's just a natural reaction of a human thing. It doesn't matter whether it happens with the sheriff's LAPD or any other, you know. So situation in the in these clear. It's not it's not ostracized based yeah. on like, oh, you're not part of the brotherhood. That's just normal life, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh. Um, but is this part of the the things that happens in the in the city? Um, I want to say this happened in the mid 2000s. It was that this is why Tanaka went to prison, which was the under sheriff, which is part of one of the cliques. He's he's actually one of the pictures I mm -hmm. showed you. Um, uh, Vaca also went to prison. This is the 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 scary part of the cliques. When they had that one uh, federal informant in the county jail that the feds put in there to tell him about the sheriff's department, and the sheriffs found out he was a federal informant, this guy was lost in the system for like seven weeks. Mm -hmm. And every time the feds would come in there to look for him, hey, where's so-and-so? Well, he's not in the system. He's not in the system. And I forgot what code word they all used. And at the end, it was like 20 sheriffs that ended up getting indicted for this. Correct. Now, when you got 20 sheriffs hiding a federal witness, that's mob stuff man yeah that 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 by that time now you guys are doing something for the greater good of the clica correct were they not one of the guys that you're talking about definitely had a tattoo which was tanaka okay um but baka and most of the other guys they did not okay so they were acting in a criminal manner they got caught they definitely tried to fucking save their own asses from the top to the undersheriff right and you have to understand that during that time, Tanaka was going for Sh Sheriff Baca's job. Yes. Okay? And so it was a political year. It was a political, right? This is what's happening. And we all know how politics get, right? Meaning you start battling, start, it's dirty. Well, start blaming people, right? Tanaka was blaming Baca. Baca was blaming Tanaka. At the end of the day, they're the top horses on the fucking Sheriff's Department. And they're both going down, right? Because nothing goes without them knowing, mm -hmm. right? That They're the ones calling the shots. One of the guys had a tattoo and one of the guys didn't. So you really can't put it on, you know, on a subculture, on a clique, on a deputy gangs or whatever. So you because can just put it on the whole sheriff's department. No, you can put it on those guys for sure, right? Look, there was a, there was a, that, that beating that happened, um, gosh, was it in Minnesota? There was five black guys. Oh, yes. Remember? Yeah, about that, six that, months ago. Yeah, it was all on video. They killed them. They killed them. Yes. That was horrible. Absolutely. Okay? Now, I don't know if those guys had a tattoo or not, but that was a group right there with a, with a, a killer mindset. Right. With a mindset of vengeance, with a mindset of like, we're going to fuck this guy up. That's a gang, whether they have a tattoo or not. That's a criminal activity of three or more people in conjunction with criminal activity that they're doing right there. The guy stepped back, got his breath and came back and kicked right. somebody. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not again. I'm not for any of that stuff. I do respect the tattoo. 
and I'll say it right here, and I've said it before, I don't have anything against that. I think everybody at any point that's earned something should get a tattoo, okay? Or or whatever you want to get, right? But do you, but do you think the community it, should know, be able to know about that? It's part of your work, so I you, mean, you, me as a, somebody from the community, I would think, what, if, if it's not, what is the problem? In, just like when you guys pull up on somebody, show me your tattoos. What's the problem? If you got right. nothing to hide, okay, this guy. Do you is, think the community should know about I think the community, gangsters. I think well, you're they, like, hey, I'm here. I live at the so and so address. Come well, on. Well, not the address. I just think that there should be a file that says, "All right, this guy's part of this clique. This guy's part of this clique." What Enough, does that it, matter? It matters because because you think because in your mindset you think that they're bad. Oh, let me ask you this then: Do you guys or did you guys when you were in the sheriff's department, if you got into a shootout, would you guys celebrate that? Would that give you points in the clique? Okay, let me answer it this way: Yes, you would celebrate it. You know why? Uh, tell me, please. Yeah, I have three dates on the back of my back, okay? Those are my alive dates. Those are the days that I, I went to battle with a guy who pulled a gun on me or threatened my life in a certain way while trying to serve the public. One of the guys was a wanted, uh, he had a wanted murder, um, 187, out of Palmdale, and he was in Compton slinging dope with a strap. He ran, came back, doubled back, and, he's, and, he, and, he, and he, you know, we started blasting, Okay. Do I celebrate it? Absolutely. 110%. And so does everybody else. And you know what? So should everybody else that gets into shooting because you just celebrated that you were alive. Not to that you did something wrong to this person or that you killed the person. Okay? That was your job. Your job is to do your job and to go home and to serve the public. And at the end of the day, that situation occurred and I celebrate life. So those are what we call alive dates. Okay? Unfortunately, same thing, like I always talk about communication. People take it, you're celebrating because you killed this guy or because this happened. That's not the way it is, brother. That's not the way it is. If you got into some incident and uh, you, were, you, you fought against somebody that was, you're protecting somebody comes in here, you're going to celebrate. You might get a beer, call the homies and fucking say, hey, and they're going to give you a hug. Oh, but a, we, you know what I'm saying? We, 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 if we bust on somebody or if we just beat somebody up, we celebrate so we just bust <laughs> on this fool. Let's keep it 100. Okay? For sure on that too. Yeah, 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 for yeah, sure yeah. on that too. For sure. But for sure. Do you, do you guys, this is, what I, this is what I believe. Listen, I believe the majority of sheriffs and police officers are there doing a job that most people just don't have the boss to do. They go there day in and day out Thank you. and put their that. lives on the line and their families don't know if they're coming home. That's just a reality. That's right. why I got to respect it, right? Yeah. But I think that a lot of times that after hanging around so much on the guy is, you guys start picking up that lingo. You have to almost pick up that mentality. Yeah. And that mentality sometimes, you know, starts making you kind of like, you know, fuck that. If they mess with one of us, they mess with all of us. But like, hey, in, almost like in a gang mentality. Look, 100 percent. 100 you you are who you hang around with yes right and you mm -hmm. are you are a culture of that okay um in order to be the best deputy or the best gang deputy you have to have that lingo hey, ¿qué pasó? ¿Qué onda? what are we talking about you have to earn that trust there is a line and it's a fine line but it just doesn't happen in law enforcement it also happens to military they go out they go into battle they come back they have ptsd they can't let it go they don't know what to do mm -hmm. they're dealing with that okay the the but there's you know stockbrokers they go they, they they deal with money all this stuff then they don't have any money they lose it they're they're, they're unable to deal with not having money right because you're in that lingo you're in that world or whatnot so like i said it just doesn't happen here right it, it happens in in just in in human beings in general depending on where you're working at but f for sure there are those people that get that 
that mob mentality that i mean i know people that are, are in jail right now as you can see those some of those guys are in jail for yes. doing some stupid shit um and i know other people that i worked with that are in jail that were slinging dope or bringing burritos with with fucking dope into some you know into into the jails or whatnot mm-hmm. facilities so um it's a fine line if you act like that and you start behaving like that and and, and doing those things yep does it happen absolutely are there the people that that cross that line or right there and and act like that to create the the, the good cops that, that stay and hold that line absolutely too so so how, how do you differentiate who, who's who because um you know i was doing my research and there's between 21 and 24 clicks within yeah. the la sheriff's department yeah and i even read that since 1970 that these clicks have killed uh 40 40 inmates yeah you know and they were all of color and now i understand like within the 90s they started you know hiring a lot of latinos and blacks you know but like how do you differentiate like say if you get transferred from you're in south central yeah and you get sent you get transferred to east la yeah now there's two different cliques correct now is that click going to be like what's up fool? you know like, <laughs> like, when, like when i come to north hollywood <laughs> am i gonna get yeah am i gonna get yeah. you gonna get set tripped yeah. on or, uh, or is it kind of like okay well now you got to join us and, yeah. and, and click hop no you know? no like, no. like how does that work yeah. you know? no that's a good question that's a good question you know? um no, you know, you you earn your bones or whatever. You get you get asked to get a tattoo for your hard work of the station that you were trained at. Mm-hmm. So if I trained at uh, a certain station and I did well there or whatnot, then you would get asked to get the t- tattoo. Now, within your job, you're going to move along. You're going to promote maybe. Mm-hmm. You're going to go to different units or whatnot. Nothing. You just look at him like, oh, that guy's from that station. Cool. Yeah. It's no big deal. Everybody, uh, SWAT team members or whatnot. They're all from different stations, where it be Lennox, Century, mm-hmm. uh, East LA, or whatnot. So there's no like, hey, you, you're not from part of us or, or nothing like that. It's just yeah. uh, you basically you know where your, they came from. You earned your bones. They, yeah, over there at that station. Mm-hmm. You, you worked hard. That means that you're a hard worker. Yeah. A lot of the people uh, that work certain units have a tattoo. If you're if you're in the sheriff's department, you went up and moved up, and you're working K9, SWAT, uh, narcotics, gangs, all that stuff, that means you, you, you worked hard. If you worked Malibu, off, uh, uh, training, uh, unless you're, I don't know if you're that's, getting a, no, a, that's, a surfboard or some no, shit. No, that's a mean ass clica. That's the yeah. Beach Boys right there. Malibu's most wanted, homie. Haven't you heard yeah, of Yeah, you know. That's so. the Beach Boys right But there. you're not going to move up in the department yeah. because you haven't experienced certain things, you know, taking homicides, shootings. It's just not, it's just not happening over there, you know? Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the day, uh, the more experience you're exposed to, the the, the higher the job of, of action that you're going to get in the department. You know, <laughs> Believe it or not, I actually supported Villanueva on his, his re-election, right? Because I'm I, I'm the guy that believes, you know, we you got to hold the line. You you really do. Yeah. You, you can see crime going crazy right now with all the rules that they're letting go. But I I think that that Villanueva dropped the ball when it came to this discussion that we're talking about. Because him as the sheriff, I mean, you at least are admitting that you know this is happening. You're not. No, you're obviously not saying they're a gang, but he kind of just dismissed it like, no, it's just, no, guys. It's, it's not there. It's yeah. not there. It's not happening. Why are you guys even talking about them? And I'm thinking, I'm like, come on. You know what? You, you're a guy who has the balls to talk about stuff that other people don't. You talk about politicians. You talk about cleaning the streets. You talk. But when it comes to your own department, it's like, to me, I feel like you just want to look the other way. You wanted him to say yes. I wanted to say there is an issue in you our. You would have liked him because of I, that. No, no, I still voted for the right. guy. Obviously. No, but I'm saying if he would have said that, you would be like, 
that's badass. Yeah. He's admitting, let's yeah. move forward. I trust this guy. I would have respected so-and-so. him much more, and I believe that there would have been other people that would have respected him much more. I think that was his Achilles heel, that he couldn't sit there and say, listen, there is a problem in our department. We're getting into it. We're investigating it, and not just simply say, it doesn't exist because the rest of the community is saying you guys are just killer gang members. There's people that feel that way, yeah. right? There's people that feel that the sheriff's department just gang members, the killers of this, even LAPD, all kind of police departments, right? But they're the same people that are not going out there putting their lives on line to, to protect, yeah. protect the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I just think that Villanueva really dropped the ball on that. Well, you know, he's in politics. You know, at the end of the day, his 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 uh, his position mindset. his position is an electoral one. Right. He's the highest paid elected official. Like he gets paid more than the president mm-hmm. at the end of the day, and so that's a that's a that's a political position at the end of the day, whether he's a sheriff or not. And so his political answer is just like any political person; they're mm-hmm. not going to answer it. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, yeah. he just didn't want to go open that door. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and you know what? Everybody comes in doing differently. Obviously, this other sheriff that came in, um, his agenda was to to do this, right? But he's violating a lot of shit that you can't open up. You can't force somebody to show a tattoo cannot do that that's a constitutional amendment you can show them a picture and say hey do you have this on your body but you cannot have them show you physically their leg their arm so and so so i cannot you cannot force i could have been like hell no you have to that'll that'll be a that'll go you could have said no yeah that would have beat me up well the last time (laughs) (laughs) i can't beat you guys up no that's in a workplace though Mm -hmm. that's not not outside of the workplace (laughs) but if if you're not breaking the law you don't they they, they try to do that to me a few years back i said no i'm not showing you shit Mm -hmm. like straight up yeah but there is also there is a problem this is not even with the with the clicks let's say right there is a blue shield in like the LEPD. That's what they call it, right? Um, when I got my shit jacked and my phone and all that stuff, dude, there was like four or five cops. They all fucking know what happened. They know these fools pressed up on me. They thought I was a gang member. They thought I was doing all kind of crazy shit. And they sat there and literally fucking stole my phone. And there was four other cops there. And all of a sudden, all their cameras were turned off. I'm like, mm. wait a minute, man. That That's the shit that really pisses me off. Yeah. One, it happened to me. And two, mm. it shows. I'm like, wait a minute. These guys have the balls to sit there and take my shit. Why wouldn't they have the boss who plant stuff like that? So right. how do you combat that in a in a system where it is, if anybody's a whistleblower, because you guys would call that if somebody would have came out of that or that LAPD department from Van Nuys, right? Would have came out and said, Hey, uh, yeah, this guy has the phone. That guy would have got fucking use a rat, use right. a snitch. Even though I was I was released within a couple hours, there was nothing, no charges, no nothing. How do you break that from the from the psycho policing? It's hard, man, to be honest. That's that's uh, exactly what uh, I'm trying to na- do now with what I do now um, is to build a better relationship of letting go of the ego. It's an ego. It's it's a thing of of um, bad tactics, bad policing, and the way you were raised back in the day from the '90s to where we're at now. We're more inclusive. Um, it's a different department. There's cameras for a reason. That that's good reasons for both parties. Yes. And how do you do that? You start training them in the academy. You start changing that mindset. That's how you change. You start from the beginning instead of when I was trained there, us against them, kind of, right? Obviously yeah. not, but um, you, you start building that mentality, that ego and, and all that stuff. If you can break that down in the academy now and say, hey, look, we're not, we're not playing games anymore. You're gonna actually tell on your partner because your partner's doing bad. And that's going to be better, not for only for you, for everybody in this department, for everybody in the station, and for your brotherhood. That's a real mm-hmm. brotherhood. Is it hard? Absolutely. Because we're all raised, right? We're all programmed at the beginning. 
oh, why'd you tell your little brother? Yeah. Why are you telling on yeah, this? So it. it's not only in that, but it's from like your parents and where you mm-hmm. raised and the people you, you know, hung out with. Hey, don't say nothing to the teacher. Okay, we took this or whatever. Right. So it's a programming thing that needs to be uh, unprogrammed, cha- unprogrammed slowly mm-hmm. and, and within the department, right? Because they change you. When you go to the military or you go to the sheriff's department, you have a certain viewpoint, a certain perspective, and then you get there and they break that shit down and then they teach you their perspective. And so hopefully when they break you down at that point, they can start, you know, programming you in a better way. So I, I don't know what the answer is at the end of the day to answer your question, but it's a hard one um, because it's a human problem as well. You know, it's uh, not just a, but, but to, to further along on that one, it's very hard because the sheriff's department or, or, or law enforcement in general, they're in a position of power. And when you do something like that, it can go a lot further. You can, you can mess with somebody's freedom. Right. You know what I'm saying? somebody's livelihood you know catching a case for so long that they put on you so it's not just oh i snitched on you and we're gonna get fucking detention oh this is this is serious shit so i understand the ramifications of being dirty or doing something stupid or not telling on somebody else do, uh, do you you're playing think, with big games you know? do you think because I, I i feel like when it comes to law enforcement a lot of times they don't care because you hear i think if you google it every year between the sheriffs and the la department I want to say four or five hundred million dollars in lawsuits that taxpayer pays maybe more do you think that the the law enforcement would slow it down if instead of that money coming out of the funds of the taxpayer it comes out of your guys's pension fund oh, that's a good question um i know they never go for it but would you think that would be like hey dude don't 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 get sued because we're gonna lose 20 million dollars yeah. of our fund this week you know unfortunately and that that's a good tactic to take that's i mean it would be definitely Tell people like, hey, simmer down, slow down. You know, you got to watch what you're doing. But um, unfortunately, you and I know, we all know that everybody sues for every fucking thing nowadays. And so uh, you could have been doing everything right and and still, you know, get sued. And so then at the end of the day, it's like, then who's going to join? Who's going to join the department? Who wants that job? Back in the day when we were growing up, the jobs to have if you wanted a government job was firefighter, cop. Oh, they got good pension, good eyesight, doctors, good this. Oh, you got a career now. Not now, bro. You know what I'm saying? Not not now. Because of so many different problems, so many different aspects of going on. Right now, they're having nationwide uh, shortages. Shortages. Yes. Okay? That's what's happening. Yeah, nobody nobody wants, wants to be a cop no more. Nobody wants to be nobody, a cop. What, what, there's, there's no respect in what, it like there was back yeah. in the 50s. You guys, you know, and I still consider, you know, because you guys, you're, I'm sure, like, like Marine, once a Marine, always a Marine. Once a, yeah. you know, sheriff, always a sheriff. You guys, as far as law enforcement, were so villainized. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here watching like <laughs> defund the cops we, we need to patrol ourselves i'm like motherfucker you can't patrol one block <laughs> you <have> patrol. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're gonna patrol the whole city huh? yeah and i saw this one politician from uh from san francisco uh in the tenderloin in, uh area right which is i guess the real bad area in frisco and she's going in about we need more cops we need more this and behind her they show her tweet back during the the movement right defund defund the police we need to get our money out of here we need to get rid of all cops and i'm thinking what are you guys thinking as far as politicians? When all that was going on, you you were you weren't a sheriff anymore, right? No. But you're sitting back on you're sitting back at home and you're watching all this unfold. What's going through your head? And are you getting phone calls from your buddy saying, dude, this is fucked up? <laughs> no. Uh what's going through my head is we're we're going in a dark place now. <laughs> at the end of the day, I know what defunding the police looks like. I mean, I I, I grew up, I mean, I was in the department as well when 
was the hot years as well. You know, nobody liked cops and there was, there's always been riots, whether it be the Rodney King riots or the Watts riots or some other stuff. Um, but um, what was going through my mind is, gosh, we're in, we're in, we're, we're going to see the effects of that take place like it's happening right now. And, and so we're seeing it at the end of the day. So that's what I was thinking. And I was also thinking, man, there's only small minority of those people. Cause to be honest with you, I worked an area that is hot, right? Gangs, mm-hmm. Florencia, Compton, everywhere from the Pyrus to the Bloods to the Crips and all that. They don't like us, for sure. But the community loves us. They want us there, okay? They need us there, okay? And you're taking resources away from them. You're hurting them. And the people that are saying that are the bad people, okay? You don't see, you know, Maria, or you don't see Yolanda, or you don't see whatever, you know, out there in front of the picket lines. You see the ones that actually want to get, like, this is our time to fucking defund and, and say the word so they can listen to us so that we can get away with crime. And so that's the way I looked at it during that time, you know? Yeah, but there's a, there's a fine line, though, that, that you guys got to deal with because morale. It's like, all right, man, they keep hitting us with the same issue. Right, sure. We're just going to ignore it. Yeah. You know, and then the problem is just worse and worse and worse. And then you get the citizens complaining because you guys are ignoring it. So it's always like a, like a, like a teeter-totter, like, damn, yeah. you know? And that kind of sucked for you guys. Yeah. You know, not knowing, oh, should, should, should I jam this guy up today because he looks like a gangbanger or should yeah. I just let him go? Yeah, you definitely you're forcing cops to not do their job, yeah, and not and not do it correctly. Um, you, you know, during that time, a lot of law enforcement, you know, you'd have that that you'd have the the two sides, the ones that are defunding the cops, hate the cops, want this and that, and then you had the side, the other people that you would patrol and and be like, hey, deputy, hey, cop, thank you very much for your service. Yes, mm-hmm. they wouldn't yell it out though. Yeah, so it's like, hey, thank you. Here, can I buy you a Starbucks? Can yeah. I can There's I get you lunch? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you you know that makes you feel good. You know, that, that, that lets you know that your, your job is, is, uh, matters mm-hmm. and that you matter to the community, you matter to them. Um, and so you try to silence the noise, but does it happen? Look, we're all human. You fucking hear it just like anything else. Yeah. The, somebody doesn't like your fucking posts on social media or some shit. <laughs> it affects you, right? We, it all affects us. So that affects us, you know, being in front, having a kid flip you off on, on, on one of the protest lines and all that. It affects them. They have to mm-hmm. take that home and explain to their kid, why was that kid flipping you off and stuff? You know, they're human. Yeah. People are human and they're doing a job. Right. And they don't get paid, you know, hundred thousand. Well, if you work overtime, you do, but, (laughs) but you know what I'm saying? It's not like you're not getting paid like, like a a lot of money to, to take that shit all the time. How do you not take that home? Because you guys have the highest divorce rate yeah, in America. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So how do you not take that home and leave it this at work? This guy did all his homework. I like yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. We I do think, have the highest, I, highest I divorce rate. I think he used to be a sheriff. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm going to run his paperwork. Is he an informant? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. his, his beard might be. Yeah, yeah. His beard might be. I'm going to check, check the files. I'm going to ask the homie. Run his name. Just run the paperwork. Let me take a picture real quick. Yeah. Great question. Give me the question again. How do you not take it home? How do you not take the stress home to your wife? Yeah. Yeah, it's you do. Mm-hmm. You do sometimes. You know, I think the best cops are the ones that don't, unfortunately, or the ones that can take it home and have a partner or some kind of outlet. Unfortunately, like you said, the highest divorce rate and all that, just like military that come back from traumatic stuff going on over there. Um, the way you suppress it sometimes is alcohol. So you know, departments have a big, big, big uh, alcohol problem or mm-hmm. abuse problem of pills or something that's going to suppress that pain, and and that's unfortunate. It yeah. is unfortunate uh, because you do see a lot of things. You have a lot of people that don't like you. There's a lot of things going on. You're carrying a lot of stuff physically. You're in pain. And so if they don't have a good outlet, whether it be going to the gym, uh, uh, putting something in your body correctly, friends, 
or other coworkers or some kind of therapy, mm-hmm. you, if you can't handle it, you might come home and, and take it out. And then you have divorces and you have crime going on. And yeah. there's a lot of yeah, bad things just, that can happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it does happen. And it's unfortunate um, because you do see a lot of things. And, and it's just like anything else. I, I guess you would call it PTSD. You know, and a lot yeah. of people, that's one of those things that, you know, especially Latinos or whatnot, don't want to admit at the end of the day, yeah. you know? Do you ever think like, damn, I should have been a firefighter? One hundred percent, bro. Everybody loves firefighters. Yeah, right? They can't. They can't do wrong. I don't, I don't know. know. They'll, they'll find something. They'll find something. They'll say they're not wearing a rainbow well, jacket. Yeah. <laughs> Screw the firefighters. Now there was some shit going on with some firefighters up here one time. Mm-hmm. I think it was uh, some firefighter burned a person's house because he was getting cheated on or some shit. Oh, Remember? was it? I hear like the hunger yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Big old house. Yeah, yeah. But you see, you see how that shit? Just, that shit was like one day. Yeah. Bam, I'm gonna see you yeah. later. Yeah, yeah. Because it doesn't sell, oh, man. Because oh, 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 your house is burning. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. But but we did see that with the police. To me, after after the movement, it seemed like the police stepped back and like I'm not mm-hmm. like like mm-hmm. you said. I'm not. No, nope, I'm not pulling that guy over. He's got a broken broken windshield, broken. Eye. I'm mm-hmm. not pulling him over I, because I don't want to put. It seems like the police are like I don't want to put myself in that position. One hundred. Yeah. And, and has that? Do you think that's happened? Oh yeah, one hundred. They've stepped back. They they haven't done the job properly. They haven't served the community properly. Um, they haven't been aggressive. They haven't been, um, I wouldn't say aggressive. Uh, they haven't been uh, proactive. Proactive. That's uh, the word. I was proactive. Um, and, and, and righteously so. Now, is it's, that because upper management in the police department is not backing you guys up? Well, when Melanueva was there, right? He was, yeah. he was kind of the guy that, that was a trooper guy for the troops, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, he was a general. Yeah, he was a general. Yeah, and um, he, he took all that in. Did it yeah. flow down to you? And, and it, it's like anything it. else. Yeah, it, it flows down, you know? So when you have... Um, Somebody new, a new mm-hmm. sheriff like they have right now, and he's trying to lay down the law on certain things. You're just going to hold back, and you're just going to, ah, fuck that. We're, 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 we're not going to do anything. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate because, let's keep it real, you were calling for service about something. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you know, the service is going to lack for you, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, and, and that's not correct. They're there to serve the public. That's yeah. exactly what it is. And unfortunately, the service is, is not done correctly now because... So many different reasons. One, um, the department doesn't back you. Two, society doesn't back you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's like, this is a job. I, I want to keep it. I want to retire in 30 years. I'm making good money. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have this position. And a lot of people don't want to work patrol. Like, just put me in a desk now. Yeah. I don't want to deal with the public anymore. Oh, shit. You know? So it, it's, it's getting bad. Um, and it, and it's, I don't see it any uh, time getting better. Um, Not in L.A. No, Not, I mean, and, and it's just based on videos too. And, and well, look, most of the videos that we've seen are somewhere else too, like the, the Minnesota one or wherever that was at. Uh, the George Floyd one was somewhere else too. Um, there's some here, right? Some shootings or stuff that happened with LA County sheriffs or or LAPD or, or some local departments. But um, the LAPD and the LA County sheriffs are top notch. They are trained by the best. They, they are top-notch people come from other countries, from other uh, states to train, to learn how to run jails here from El Salvador, from Guatemala, from Latin America, from Canada. They come and learn, how do you guys run in jails out here? So it's top-notch, okay? Mm-hmm. Is it perfect? No, it's not perfect, right? Um, but uh, you won't see a lot of shit happening like in other places um, because we're trained better. And I'm not trying to put the other law enforcement's uh, down or anything. It's just better training based on the mass or the sheriff's department is the biggest sheriff's department. So the resources are, are, are better, you know, than some small departments. They don't have the resources, you know, they take the little car home. They're one guy patrolling right. an area of whatever. And everybody knows his name. Hey, deputy, yeah. deputy Joe Buck, 
how are you today? You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. some shit happens and he has no training and he's doing the wrong fucking thing, choking people out, shooting people in the back because he doesn't have the training. Well, that's you know? that's Uvalde, man. Look at that. That was one year anniversary. Look 100. I just saw Cowards, that. Yeah. brother. Yes. Right? Yes. That's exactly it. They were waiting. Yes. They were, they were waiting. It's like, I'm 100. Like, like what do, you, what do you mean? You got kids now. You got the big guns. This is what you've been waiting for. Right. This is your day to be the hero right. and go in here and kill this guy. You might take a bullet, but this is what you signed up for. 100%. And that's a perfect example, actually, of, of lack of training, maybe lack of balls. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever was going on there. But we've been trained because this, this is LA County Sheriff's. And we go do training for other fucking people who come to us to show them. Did they have lack of training? I have no idea. I have no idea. If they had the training and they didn't go in there and do their job. Common sense tells you somebody is getting shot. There's kids getting shot with, and they have no protection. You do get the fuck in there. That's common sense. Yes. Unfortunately, I think, uh, you know, it was unfortunate that it happened there. I don't know if they have the train or not. I have no well, idea. Well, that's the thing about police departments. Uh, when there's, when there's somebody's in the, in any kind of service and, and the regular citizens that hate the cops, I'll say this, when a cop hears a shooting, he's not running away from it. He's running to it. Yeah. You know, and, and most people, you got to respect that. I mean, whether you like them or not, you got to respect it. They're out there. At the end of the day, they're out there to protect and serve. Does yeah. it always happen? No, but like anything else, it's it's not a perfect uh, it's not a perfect system by any means. Yeah, it's not a perfect system. And you you and I know that times have changed. Yes. You know, and and I used to like the old days. Mm-hmm. You know, the old days were. You used to like to if if they don't stop, I'm, I'm gonna run and beat them up. <laughs> That was the, the, old, the old days. Oh, Look, you know it, right? You know it. I don't even have to say it. Don't run, homie. If you run from a deputy sheriff, you get it, you're going to get your ass whooped. <laughs> if you get caught, you're going you know to yeah, if you get caught, you're, <laughs> you're going to get beat up. Okay? Now, I'm not saying that they're beating you up to where your point where you're, they're killing you, but you're getting a good... You're getting <laughs> you're a good you're you're gonna gonna get a You might go to the, the doctor. You know what I'm saying? Nothing major. But, but, yeah. But, but uh, you know... Those, I didn't, I'm not saying that's right. What I'm but saying that, that that's the, the way it was. That's the way it was. The yes. way it was when I was growing up, my mom had a chunk line, yes. fucking spanked us. That was the way yeah. it was. And we learned. We learned. Yes. Okay. Now it's like you're taking a timeout. Well, uh, hey, yeah. but you now know, we're, we're, gonna, we're not going to allow you to use the, the PlayStation and the Metatron virtual fucking reality shit, hey, but, right? But look and at so, this. Every, every day on the news, I or at least once a week or every day, you're finding somebody getting killed from a high-speed chase, from running away from the cops. Now the, the motto is run. Correct. Before no. you don't run because no. you can get caught, you can get your ass whipped. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes you need a little bit of that. Yeah. And people are trying to put like how you said how it was back in the days like that. Yeah, it was like that. People are trying to put today's morals and values with yesterday's. Right. You you can't mix that. Correct. It, it, it was a much tougher world much for tougher. everybody. For sure. For every, for sure. And, and we're learning from that, but at the same time, I think it's a lot, a lot of overcorrection from people. Right. Um, how much do you think the media has played in this? Because before. Uh, before uh, Biden came into office, it was the cops are killing everybody. They're killing every black man in the street. They're killing every minority out there. The cops, the cops, the cops. As soon as Biden came into office, the media isn't even talking about. It. So I'm like, wait a minute, the, the police shooting stop all of a sudden? Yeah. Did we solve it? Are we in har- are we in harmony now? Yeah. yeah. It, it, so to me, does the media not play a big role and just keep showing videos and videos and saying, Absolutely. look, this is what's happening? Absolutely. No, the media plays a big role in everything. I mean, it seems like the media has changed from a media outlet to an entertainment outlet, you know? And uh, unfortunately, that's it. Look, the media is good for many things, okay? It's good to expose bad. It's good to, you know, we use it. I know you've used it, right? We all say, hey, let's bring some attention to this and let's bring some good shit to uh, Paletero who got his ass whooped, you know what I'm saying, by some people that were thugs and try to, you know, uh, unfortunately use this guy as a victim, right? 
rob him or whatnot. So that's good, right? Hey, let's try to find this person. Let's use the media for that. Um, but it also, we have to understand that the media is, is propaganda, right? And it's out there. And what people need to understand is see it, look at it, do your homework, and then, and then have an opinion. Yeah. And, and that's it, you know? But if you're just taking it for what it's worth, then, then we're fucked. You know what I'm saying? You have to do your homework a little bit. And that's why I'm here, actually. You know, I'm, I thank you for inviting me because at the end of the day, nobody um, that actually I, that I know of that has a tattoo um, is has ever fucking talked. OK, yeah, they're not going to talk to the media because the media is not going to give them a chance. So you're, you're giving me a chance to explain my point of view. Do I say it's right? It's my perspective, brother. Yeah, it's absolutely. my perspective. My you know what I'm saying? All day long. And so I'm not saying that I'm right. What I'm saying is that the way it got offered to me. The way I see it from this perspective, that's what it looks like. That's what it is, and uh, and I and I thank you for that opportunity because a lot of the times, um, you're told by either an attorney, by your department uh, uh, Rep. union reps, or 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 the media won't give you a, a voice. And this Definitely. is a voice for me, at least. You know what? Whatever the, your your audience wants to take it, they can take it whichever way, and they can say that motherfucker's a liar. That's fine. They can do whatever they want. They have their opinion. We're in a free world as we are, right? But at least I'm speaking up for. What I believe is the truth. Absolutely, so, and so, I appreciate so, that. So, are there women allowed in these cliques? There are. Yeah. There, there are. Because yeah. I haven't seen a woman. Yeah. Through, oh, this, this no, scrutiny. the second in command for the sheriff's department, I think, just got outed like in April for that. Mm. For, for being she's a, she's, there are. She's, I want to say she was from Linwood, African American, and she's way up. Ah, she's, they don't know. She, 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 ah, she saw me. Did your homework? Uh, <laughs> I did my homework as well. Right? Yeah, yeah. She she was outed. She had the tattoo from back in the days. Yeah. Do you think that eventually it'll come to a point where, hey man, this is just too much drama. The new guys. Or maybe change a tattoo and just make it all sheriff's department or something. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. I don't know where it's going to take its form, but I know that uh, I know that uh, supervisors are telling the troops and the new people and everybody and everybody coming in through through the academy now, don't fucking get a tattoo. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, and you know why? You're gonna single is, yourself out. You're gonna single yourself out. The reality of it is, if, if whatever's happening right now with the uh, inspector, the inspector that's doing the, the, you know, asking everybody to show the tattoo, and this new sheriff d doing all this, is you're giving another one once again. You're giving ammo, ammo to, to the criminals, and to mm -hmm. defense attorneys. Okay, because just because you have a tattoo doesn't mean you are a criminal or doing anything wrong, but right. because you have a tattoo, and that guy that you arrested did something wrong, committed a crime, was carrying a gun, whatever it might be, and you took him to jail, the first thing the defense attorney does now is, do you have a tattoo or are you part of a clique? And you have to tell the truth. And if you say yes, he wants the case fucking thrown out. Is that right? That's not right. Because that guy actually committed a crime. Now you just because you have a tattoo, it puts you in this precedent that they're trying to do now, that if you have a tattoo, your word is shit. And that's not right, okay? Um, so it's getting it's getting a little hairy of where it could go, unfortunately. So if that happens, nobody's gonna get a tattoo. Yeah, I don't think anybody's gonna. Yeah. You know, I, I saw. I don't know if it was so true as you guys. Turned but to I don't think it can happen. I don't think it can happen because at the end of the day, um, that's that's a violation of some constitutional rights there to have a tattoo and to have a tattoo that you have with somebody else or. or well, I, I, I have a tattoo that that I have with my brother that we made up ourselves. We drew. We have yeah. actually my brother and another uh, a friend of mine that I consider my brother who recently passed away. Three of you away. guys. Three of no, us. You guys are there. You go. 
You're a gang member. I'm, a, I, I'm on a gang junction. I can't hang out with two of my buddies. Two or more, you're a gang. That buddy's going to get the Rico act. Hey, we got to trademark that shit just like your show. Yeah, yeah. That would be good. That would be good. Hey, you got. You should get it right there. Trademark the American Cholo. I'll put it together. Then we got the Rico The feds are already watching. They're going to watch this one. So... If anything, what would you want people, you know, to take out of out of this interview you coming on here that you know they may not see, you know, yeah. when they watch the news and stuff? You know, I, I want them to take out that or, or take from this that um, law enforcement in general are, are human beings. People make mistakes, just like teachers, lawyers, and, and whoever firefighters. Um, and there's good cops and there's bad cops. And if bad cops are doing bad things, uh, whether they have a tattoo or not, uh, they should go to jail, okay? Um, don't judge, don't judge a book by its cover, meaning just because they have a tattoo doesn't make them a bad person. And usually those people that are doing something like that are probably proactive cops. Um, have a communication with your local law enforcement officer. Like talk to cops that are fucking they say hi. Hey, you know, one of the things that, and really quick, one of the things that I used to love was when we were patrolling that a business would say, hey, come on in, you want a free coffee? Hey, can you do me a favor and park right here? I'll give you some coffee. My, my, my wife just made something. Yeah. yeah. You know, write your reports right in front of my house. We've been having a lot of crime, a lot of cars speeding around here. We got kids over here. Sure, no problem. Thank you. I appreciate that. They'd come out with a little bit of water or whatnot. That's building a relationship. So what I want people is to understand is build a relationship with the law enforcement officers. They're serving your community for five, six, 10 years, maybe. Maybe some of them even longer, okay? And if you build a relationship with them and, and show them who you are, they'll know who you are. They patrol. Mm -hmm. You live right there, brother? Yeah, man, I appreciate it, man. Hey, I'm not a gangster, bro. I'm over here just trying to be better for, for the community and so on and so. They're going to remember you. And when you call them, they're going to respond to you. But if you just fucking don't have the communication with them, yeah. you're going to get treated that way at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? And And- so build a relationship with uh, with the where you live at with the law enforcement officers. I mean, I don't know if you know anybody here that's a law enforcement officer. I don't know if you've ever said, "Hey, you know, how no, are Charlie, you?" I don't fuck with those. Ah! <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, like like my problem with law enforcement it started when see I was, what happens. See what I'm about. No, no, it's when I was a kid. I mean, they would give me a tickets for riding on a skateboard on the for sidewalk sure. or on the street or double riding on my bike. So they were fucking with you. Yeah, ever yeah. since I was a kid. Yeah. So. It's because that beard, fool. <laughs> yeah, I did. You're at, yeah, you have yeah, since 12? Yeah, yeah. 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 Since God damn. No, but like it started way back then yeah. when I started not liking cops, mm -hmm. you know? And then one day, my daughter, she was young, and she goes, Dad, the popo's right there. And I was like, so? But then I thought, well, where'd you get that from? Right. You know? And I'm thinking, well, it had to be her mom, because she's only going between my car and her mom's car, you know? And I'm just like, what is, you know, like, why would you say that? Yeah. You know? And it, I, it was... She was seeing what I was seeing when I was a kid, and yeah. she was starting to to get the same thoughts that I did towards police officers. Right, absolutely, because you know, I mean, really give somebody a kid a ticket for, right. for riding a skateboard on the street or on the sidewalk. You know, absolutely. hey, it's time to get off or go walk his board across the street. But yeah. to give a ticket and make him go do Saturday school, at least that's what they did back then. You know, yeah. so like cops got to come meet us halfway. One hundred percent. I, you know, when I, one of the greatest stories was me. Mm -hmm. I was growing up North Hollywood, borderline Burbank. Mm -hmm. Mom still lives where she is, yeah. and I would go to Burbank because they had nice theaters, nice little areas, yeah. nice yeah. clean. And I get fucked with Burbank PD all okay? day long. So, 
one of the ways that I wanted to fix that was I want to become a law enforcement because I don't want to be like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and there's people like that that'll join law enforcement to help to to realize, hey, I got fucked with when I was a yeah. kid and I don't want that to happen to my daughter, to my kids or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um and you're right, there's petty shit. There's yeah. petty shit like that. Okay. Um and 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 there's bad people. You know, mm-hmm. they shouldn't have fucking done something like that. They should build a relationship. Yeah. 100%. They should meet you re- uh, halfway. That's the culture that needs to change within law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Right? But we can't just uh, say, hey, well, fuck, you change first and then I change. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, like fuck it. Take the, the first step and say, hey, officer, how are you? You know, hey, do you need some water? Thank you for your service. My name's Hector, whatever it might be. You know, uh, thank you. I appreciate you fuck look at this guy you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. okay cool man hey thanks nice to meet you they come back around you don't have to be friends with them like this guy doesn't want to be friends but <laughs> but you know what i'm saying show no, yourself yeah. that you're a good person you have a good family that you're good that you you know whatever you were back then you know travieso or whatever that you're here you know uh, trying to make the community better i got, I got a yeah. reputation to keep homes yeah. no but <laughs> it's not going to be the Actually, american I, cholo no more I, I i uh even when my mom was was uh it was was dope dealing back in the days right and i was running the streets and i was banging my mom would still tell me hey mijo respect the cops like straight up yeah. i would that was always instilled in me she yeah. would say respect the cops yeah. because you know we come from a third world country honduras and she's like i know what cops over there are Mm-hmm. They're the biggest pieces of shit. They're gonna mm-hmm. steal from you. These guys, and she would say, I fucking hate them sometimes, but they're at least protecting the anarchy that would yeah. happen if the cops weren't here. Yeah. So I always had that, even as a as a youngster. You know, yeah, I did my shit, and you know, of course, they have the police. You know, when you're young, but as, as you get older, not nah, to me, brother. Then that's why I got you here on the platform to yeah. to, to talk about it because we need to communicate with one another. Yeah. We we really do. And to me, like I said, you guys put your life on the line, homie. I got to respect it. Yeah. I got to respect it. I, I can't sit here and just say, F, no, there is good, there is bad. But we, we got to, you know, fi- find a fine line to, to communicate with one yeah. another. No, I, I always tell people, oh, you think fucking cops here are bad? Yeah. Go to a fucking other, go to, a, go go to Mexico, go, go to TJ. Yeah. It's fucking crazy over there. They rob so, you. Yeah, forget about yeah. that shit. So um, I remember you when you were a kid, man. We grew up together. I'll tell you something really quick. Remember this, I was scared of this fucking guy, man. I was scared. <laughs> I, and he was my friend. Yeah. But I knew what his potential was to do some shit. His mind was on a different level. I even tell, you know, uh, well, I won't say, say I won't say his name. Yeah. You was about Yes. Yeah. He says, what's up anyways. Oh, that's right. But um, man, I was like, fuck, this guy, thank God he's my friend. <laughs> But I definitely don't want to hang out with him too often. Yeah. Cause I don't know what the fuck he's gonna do. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, mad respects that you, you know, obviously that you got out of that. You're, you're doing better. I see what you're doing. Thank I, you, you man. know. And that was my yeah. intention as well to join the sheriff's department to do. Um, Not and, to be and, like you. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah. No, but you know, you learn. You no, learn. Yeah. Like I, I learned a lot from him, and I was like, oh fuck, that's scary. That's not that game's not for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That game wasn't for me. Um, and, and it probably wasn't for you. But at the end of the day. That was yeah, what it was, was happening at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I just got to give props because you've come a long way. But at the end of the day, if anybody's listening, man, this motherfucker was, God, I'm scared. And thank God he was my brother, like my friend, man. <laughs> yeah, some, some people think I'm making it up, Holmes. No, bro. <laughs> I remember when I heard uh, when I heard you were doing this, the real American troll. I'm like, I know him. Where do I know him from? And, and so on and so on. And then I'm like, oh. <gasps> Holy fuck! That's, that's fucking that, that guy. Oh, he's a real American troll. Like <laughs> I was like, oh shit! What is he doing now? Yeah. Oh, he's doing better. Really? Yeah. That motherfucker changed. That made it. Yeah. He well, could do it. I, he dude, did it. I, I used to. Get, I thought you were probably I dead. To, I thought you were gonna be dead. I bro. used to get that so much. Even now, you out of everybody mm-hmm. made it. Like, Jesus yeah, I'm still Christ. here though, homie. Yeah. I had some homies that were okay. They were down. Did some time. You know, do, did a lot of shit. But 
you were freaky, bro. You were freaky. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it was just, it was, it's just a matter of like, I didn't know what was going up in here yeah, in your yeah, head. Yeah. That was it. That's, that's, you know it. The ones who know, know. Yeah. We, we went all gas and it was like, when, it was all gas. I hear people all the time say, I don't give a fuck. And like, yeah, yeah, I know what I don't give a fuck yeah, really yeah, looks yeah. like. Yeah. It really looks really like. like. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah. yeah. But that's why, that's why, you know, I got passion for doing this, homie. I, yeah. I really do because this is, this is great. This is communication between the community between law enforcement and hopefully, you know, some politicians can watch this, some people in the community can watch this and get a better understanding of what's really going on out there and how we can kind of, you know, find a middle ground. There's no perfect. There's only progression. Mm, right. Beautiful. So if we can, if we can start here having this dialogue, hopefully getting out there and saying, look, let's, like you said, meet in the middle. Mm -hmm. Let's have a dialogue, you know, say hi to your local cop there. The cop says hi sure. back. You know, he breaks down that barrier. Then, yeah, then it can repair itself slowly, you know? Is there still going to be some people that hate cops? Is there still going to be cops that are bad? Yeah. 100, mm -hmm. right? Just like anything else. But we have, to, we have to not focus on the small percentage, but we have to focus on the big percentage of what, what can be. And, and so, you know, I thank you for giving me this voice here so, so that I can at least explain that a little bit and, and we can all get better. Oh, absolutely. Now the only one I'm going to call out. Villanueva, where you at, homeboy? I'm looking for you. <laughs> he might be on I here. I want that interview, carnal. That'd be a good one. No, that'd be a great one, man. Come on, Villanueva. Yeah. Don't get scared of this guy, homie. Oh, I got a question. I got a question, Shoot. man. Uh-oh. Okay, so when I was in Wayside, uh -oh. why? What's the purpose of butts to nuts? Like, why uh -huh. have it so fucking close? Yeah. Like, the line's already fucking a mile long. What's another fucking three inches, you know? Like, yeah. why so close? What's, yeah. what's the purpose of that? Yeah, when you're closer um, to each other, there's less uh, ways that you can actually attack somebody. Mm -hmm. So you're really, really close to somebody and um, less movement. You have to turn. You have to step out. It's a, it's a little. It's a, everything is tactics. Yeah, you know everything is when they took you out of the shower to put you out there, but you know, butt naked. Yeah. It's horrible. It's, you, you know, but at the end of the day, are you gonna get in a fight like that? Are you? Are you gonna? No. You know what I'm saying? It was cold. Yeah, was you're not cold. gonna fight like that. I got into a fight, but yeah. naked in the shower. Yeah. Andale. Yeah. Andale. Andale. I had to. I had to. I had to. It doesn't. Of it doesn't surprise me, yeah. brother. Yeah. yeah, but see, the, whatever you tell me, yeah. I, it doesn't surprise. <laughs> you're me. like, yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. See, but you don't understand the nuts to butts was hard for Boo Boo because Boo Boo got some big old nuts. Andale. Ay. He's like nuts to butts. I am, bro. They're all. Twelve inches away. Get closer. What the fuck? I'm gonna get inside him. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, hey, damn. another thing, and this yeah. one, because all like I can cut this. Some of the members all leave. Yeah. Up. You motherfuckers. Now let's talk to the sheriff here. Yeah. Oh. I remember like there was a riot. My first riot in uh in LA County Jail, right? Old old fucking jail. We're in a day room. Some shit kicked off. After that, blah, 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 you know. Obviously, there's no sheriff. You hear the sheriffs? They're not running. They're walking, oh, up, no, there. They're walking up there. After they get it all done, throw their mace, everything. All right, all right. Let's see who won. Let's see who won. It's it. It was almost like eh, it's another riot. Yeah. At that, you guys come to a point where fuck it, let them let fight them, each other. Let them get tired out. No, you know uh, the <laughs> philosophy. The philosophy of 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 jail and why they put Hispanics and blacks and whites in the demographics. You'll never see a dorm full of just Hispanics mm -hmm. or a dorm just full of blacks or just a dorm full of whites or the demographics are always mixed. a little bit mixed and that's so that they can worry about themselves, not against okay. the, the, deputy the deputy sheriffs. Yeah. Okay. And that, and to be honest, that's the, the, the tactic that was used um, uh, during COVID. 
the vaccinated and the unvaccinated, the masks and the unmasked, the people that believe in this and that, is to keep us separated. You're not vaccinated, bro? Oh, I can't talk to you. Divide You're not conquer. wearing a mask. Divide and conquer. Oh, okay, shit. so it's a whole it's a whole philosophy that's been going back for years of, hey, if they worry about each other, they're not going to worry about us. So you put them against each other at mm -hmm. the end of the day. Um, and you, you level out the demographics. And, and that's just the way it, it is. Because if you don't, you have time to plot. And now it's one deputy sheriff versus 96 inmates in a yeah. dorm. But if you have 45 and 45 blacks and Hispanics, they're worrying about each other. They're not worried about that one deputy. He's there to just fucking protect you. Some Baby shit goes wrong. Yeah. 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 And they're not going to go sense. in there against 96 people. No, of course they're not. No. They're, they're the going to take their time. Yeah. yeah. We'll go in there. Yeah, they ain't running. All right. Who won this one? That's all I heard. There was a guy one time, bro. Fucking God damn. He got his ass whooped. He was he was a Latino, Mexican, and and he got thumped up. He had the green light on him. And he was getting fucked up. And we went in there and he was bleeding, bro. Mm -hmm. Bleeding. We're like, all right, we gotta take him out of here. Fuck that. I'm not leaving. Like, oh one of those. One yeah. of those. I'm not leaving. We're like, Dude, shit up. you gotta go. You're gonna get killed. And they're like, hey, he needs to go. We're, we're gonna kill him. That's what was going down. He didn't want to go. So now we got to put hands. So he got fucked up by by us and by the fucking. Oh, and by the, shit. By the we had it forf yeah. forcefully taken. I'm like, and that motherfucker didn't want to go, bro. He had some balls, wow. bro. I was like, he was bleeding, cut up, stabbed, whatever. And I'm like, this motherfucker wants to stay. Yeah. That's some balls. So I, I, you know, I don't know what happened. Maybe to him, too much balls, Holmes. Maybe yeah. too much. Yeah. Right? What was that on the American League? American League. Yeah. You, yeah. you got too much heart yeah. or something? Yeah. yeah. You got heart, Holmes. Maybe too much. Maybe yeah. too much. Hey, how many, or is there a lot of. Fucking snitches in the county jail, homie. With oh. fools dropping kites all the time. All the time, <laughs> bro. Everywhere on the street, everywhere. Really, bro. It everything is leverage, mm -hmm. leverage. You know, uh, nobody wants three strikes. Nobody wants their kid taken away from him uh, on the street, right? Oh mm -hmm. my kid, my kid, don't take him to foster homes. Whatever you have as a law enforcement to use as leverage, they're gonna use it. You're gonna use it to get information, and people are gonna fucking sing like birds. You have that's how you get info. Yeah. Like was you know there, what I'm saying? Was there guys and you don't got name hoods or anything? Was there guys in like fucking hoods that people thought they were having these fucking vatos down and you knew that this was a straight snitch? Absolutely. One hundred. Absolutely. Well The ones that are down, the ones that are down look, I had this one one incident where there was a shooting at a place in, in and uh there was a shooting, and I knew that the that some of them be there, you know, protecting their hood, strapped up or whatnot. There was this kid, bro, probably 15, 16 years old. We see them, we're like, oh, they don't, they didn't run, they didn't do anything. I'm like, let's call him over. Call him over. Comes over, like nothing, bro. Just walks normal. Hey, you got a strap on you? He goes, yeah, right here. Just lifted it up, bro. What the fuck? He could easily shot us, whatever. Yeah. Nah, you he, guys are in uniform? We were uniform. Yeah. <laughs> we were patrolling, but we're like, this kid right here didn't even bitch up. Yeah. Like, like yeah. it was one of those things that, you know, like, like out of context. Fuck. Usually, like, somebody's like, oh, fuck, I got a gun. I'm running. I'm running. Yeah. Or, or, or like, he called me over. Now I'm going to run. Or they'll take out the gun and shoot or whatever it might just be. walked up. Walked up. We asked him a question. All you got a gun. Calm. Um, lifted <laughs> yeah. up his shit, ran his waistband. Just don't fucking move. We got out. Didn't move. Went to jail, juvie probably, but got got out. But at the end of the day, yeah, like holy fucking shit. Now right that kid him. was making his bones. He wanted yeah. to get caught. Yeah, he, he wanted. Yeah, he was yeah. he was posting some of the OGs. Fuck that. They would have ran. I heard in the county jail that they were catching the blues from the sheriffs. Like as far as pretty much, it's almost like you guys gave 
the green light for killing a sheriff. Could you yeah. see that happening? I mean, you still, I would think, talk to some of your boys that yeah. are sheriffs and all that. Absolutely. <clears throat> what do they see on the streets as far as like the drug scene and all that? Because nowadays you can be shooting up a fucking needle in your neck. Yeah. Cops will just drive right by. They, yeah. they don't stop. It's like their policy is no longer to touch anybody like that. What do they see out there as far as the drugs and all that stuff? How do they feel about all that? How the streets are? Yeah, I mean, the, they feel that um, the, the the crime for possession of cocaine or, or any any drug now is like a misdemeanor. Yes. So why fucking take all this paperwork to do all this shit, to take this guy off the street, and he's going to be right back out and doing the same shit. So at the end of the day, you know how drugs leads to crime. And so uh, they see it just getting worse based on the fact that this, this new uh, district attorney has lowered the crime, you know, oh, yeah. on certain things letting people out. I saw you post up recently, like 288s are being left out, mm -hmm. you know, without no bail. I mean, mm -hmm. what the fuck are we doing here? And a lot of these cops that are getting shot, whether it be here, Arizona or so and so, you see, they're like, oh, they just got out of jail because it was overcrowding. Boom. Now he's in a fucking shooting, you know? So we're letting out people. There's just a, something on the news that came out that there's overcrowding in the jails again. They're going to start letting people out mm -hmm. again. Well, they're, they're closing. I think they already did. Central Central Jail. Yeah, they're trying and, to do that now. And they didn't figure where they're, they're closing the, ju the juvenile hall. The two hall. juvenile yeah. halls. Yeah. Yeah. What, are they, what, are, what are they thinking? They're going to fucking put them in another county. I don't, I don't know. To me, I, I've been Kern having, County, Ventura County. I've been County. having this conversation. They're going to need to open up some type of juvenile facility, yeah. some yeah. kind of youth authorities, because you're sure. going to have a bunch of juvenile guys getting juvenile life again, but they can't sit in juvenile hall forever. They're, no. they're too packed. Yeah, they're saying yeah. those buildings are too old now. That's why they're shutting them down. I mean, I don't think that's the reason, but that's the excuse that I was yeah, it, saying it's on the news. It, 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 the society right now that's running California especially is into this. We're going to hug our way out of this problem. <laughs> no, seriously. For 100. We're going to hug our way out of this problem. You know, we're we're going to counsel people. You don't counsel a gangbanger out of yeah. shooting a motherfucker. Right. You you know, give them a little calentado, which is a little bit of jail time, a little bit, of, and then you get them. But to to let it's it's you like it's, down. yeah, you're letting if these guys go in and out. Yeah, if there's no consequences, yeah, then yeah. you're just going to do whatever do the fuck you want to do. Yes. Again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. And so yeah, I mean they're they're allowing everything just to happen in front of them. It's like, oh cool, man, enjoy your rock. See you later. Yeah. yeah. You know what? This, <laughs> yeah. You know what? <laughs> you know oh cool. What? You know what? want some? You want some? <laughs> yeah, right. This reminds me of like 1988, 89, mm. and. Crime is going up, gang. You could see it on the streets, on the on the walls. Uh, Alonzo said, "No, crime is not going up." Kill my statistics. I, I don't care about what your paperwork says. The writing's on the wall. I mean, yeah. crime's going up, murders are going up. I mean, everything that 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 was going up, like in the eighties, nineties, it's going up. But the difference is now, it's like the politicians are adding fuel to the fire. You know, one of the one of the best chiefs that I ever saw at LAPD was um, what's his name? Oh God. Um, it'll come to me, but he was a chief that was brought on there uh, to deal with gangs. Was that the one from crime. New York? No, not him. It was way before. It was in yeah. the eighties, nineties. Oh, um, Gates. They had Gate, uh, Gates. Gates. Yeah, Daryl Gates. Gates. He he came in. He was laying down the hammer. Created a team. I think he's the one that created Crash. Yeah, okay? yeah, he did. And so you ask him to do a job. We want you to better the community, Eradicate stop gang gangs, violence. Right. There's mm -hmm. so many killings. Look at all the homicides, 200 per year at this square area. So, so. so he came in, created a crash, and did his job. And then all of a sudden, holy shit, you're doing this, you're doing that. Fuck you, get the fuck out of here. You got fired. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute. I did what you asked me to do. I came in here. I stopped gang violence. We brought the, the uh, violence down and all this stuff. And now the community and all this saying, holy shit, my kid is this and that. He's not even a gang member. And then all of a sudden he's out of a job. You know, it's like you want something, 
but you don't know you don't want what, what's coming what they, comes with it you know what i'm saying they want to eat the hamburger but they don't want to see you slaughter the fucking the, the, exactly. the cow that's 100. exactly what it comes down to yeah, but yep. that, that goes back to upper management backing up their soldiers correct you know because right now you guys don't have that but it's also right. the politicians, you know, just, though. just just like well, yeah. But. The politicians are they're bosses of the mm-hmm. share of the of yeah. the chiefs, like the LAPD chief that came from New York. I don't remember his name, but Bratton. it was in the night. Bratton. Yes, yeah. I remember I was hanging out in Aliso Village at that time, and man, these cops would come in and they fuck everybody up, and that helicopter would come low. I mean, yeah. you could feel the wind off the helicopter. <laughs> and that's how low they were coming. And let me jump project. on. Chuk, chuk, yeah. chuk, chuk. But there was a reason for that. It was because yeah. they were trying to to, to disorient you. You yeah. know, you know, and it worked. Yeah. I mean, everybody in the, those projects were like, "Fuck, here they come again!" And they were fucking scattered like roaches. Yeah, you know, but that co- that helicopter coming, fucking man, you thought the blades were gonna hit you. Yeah, I mean, you it's know? a fine line, right? Yeah. Do we want but, that? No, you don't well, want that in certain areas. You do, right? No, exactly. You know, not in my house. Yeah, you know, I, I <laughs> live in a good neighborhood. You know, <laughs> but you know, it, it's a fine line. You're asking somebody to do a fucking job. Yeah, to get rid of gang violence. And you know what? One of the best shirts I ever saw mm-hmm. somewhere, it said, "Violent men." For a violent society. Okay? That's how you handle that shit. But unfortunately, now it's not like that. You fucking have uh, soft men for a violent oh, society. Yeah. It's not going to work that way. It's not yeah. going to work that yeah, way. You, no. you're, you're not going to go to the wild, wild west and tell everybody, just come down, guys. You need, you need a white herb. Yeah. You, yeah. you need yeah. a sheriff that's going to put the law yeah. down. With fine lines, of course. Yeah, but yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. And it, it's crazy and amazing that a lot of, let's say, old cholos, right? They're always... To that point, they're like, nah, do you need some kind of structure? You yeah. need some kind of consequences, right? Yeah. Kids are like, oh, you guys are just, nah, dude, this is how this is how it works. You, yeah. can't, you can't sit there and just act a fool all day long because then what's going to happen is your mom's going to get robbed, your grandma's going to get robbed, like, you know, you're going to get your shit stolen, and then you're going to be like, who are the cops at? Yeah. You know, I think you said it right. Like, when you have that young mentality, mm-hmm. right, as you did as as law enforcement officers, they first get on the department, let's, oh, prove, let's prove myself, gung-ho, yeah. you know, sl- gunslingers and all that, pistoleros and shit, you know, right? <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, yeah, right. so that's a bad mentality to have. Mm-hmm. But it's, a, it's almost like it's a human fucking thing, right? And it's unfortunate because they're in a position of power. But um, as you get older, as you got older, as I got older, as people and deputies and law enforcement get older, they realize, okay, that's not the fucking way to be. Hey, let me teach this young buck, slow the fuck down, you know, don't fuck one of the cows, fuck them all, you know, yeah, kind of, yeah, 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 right? That was, that was a great movie, yeah, Colors, yeah, right? Colors, yeah. and, and so that's, that's, that's kind of it. But unfortunately, it's like, nobody's listening at fucking 20 something. You feel, you know, invincible. You feel mm-hmm. like n- nobody's going to tell you shit. And when you're a cop with that power, it's a dangerous thing too, mm. you know. Hopefully, those ones that are are still straight and listen and, and, and stayed straight. But as you know, the, your mom was telling you respect cops, do all this shit. You didn't listen for a little bit, you know. Oh, no, I, I respect them, but I'm no. But I'm I, just I, saying, I, I was <laughs> I'm still doing my business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I respected them. Yeah, I, re- yeah. this was, I respected their gangster, homie. It's yeah. just like just like my enemies. Yeah. I know they were my enemies, mm-hmm. but I respected their gangster. You have to respect. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean I had a lot of respect, but trust me, man, I. I made a lot of friends, or I wouldn't say friends, but people that, that were gang members that knew, you know, my name, and, oh, and yeah. they, they knew I was coming. They're like, ah, oh, this guy's just looking for guns, or this guy's just, oh, he's cool, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, whatever. How's, how's it going? How's everything going? You guys doing anything? And, and so you create a relationship. You have respect, because they yeah. can take your life as well as you can take theirs, and it's a respect, and yes. it's a game, and it's, it's, it is what it is. So, uh, be, be, like... Throughout the years, there's always been a beef between LAPD and LA Sheriff. Ah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I've I've seen it in person. Yeah. You know, like LAPD pull over somebody and he's a sheriff, and they don't give a fuck. They arrest him anyways, and yeah. vice versa. Yeah. I mean, why does that happen between between two departments that are that are patrolling the same area pretty yeah. much? 
You yeah. know, I mean, it, they just don't like each other. Different gangs. Different gangs. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's a uh, it's a competition. Is that what, what yeah. it comes down to? Yeah, it, it's a competition. I mean, they have Baker to Vegas, which is a running competition. Yeah, you have, you have uh, these World Police Games, which is they play different games and stuff. And so at the end of the day, it's like, hey, we're a better department than you. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're still look when shit hits the fan, you're you're working together. But other than that, you're like fuck that. You know. Yeah. To be honest with you, I. You know, and not to talk anything about LAPD. I've lived in LAPD area forever, but I believe that LA County Sheriff's builds a better deputy based on the fact that they have to work the jails first. Mm-hmm. And so when you are working the jails, you, let's say you get on at 21, you get to talk to some people that are that are in there for something, right? Yeah. Whether they're, right. they're still going to court or whether yeah. they're convicted yeah. or not, but you get to understand how they steal a car, how, what, what happens to you when, when, how much meth goes on the street? They tell you, they talk to you, you know, no mm-hmm. big deal. The, what 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 are the effects of doing meth? What it goes on the street, what it's wholesaling for, where do they get it from? Meaning like uh yeah. in the streets, how is it baggage? How, what's it? Like you're going to criminal college. Correct. Yeah. And so you learn a lot. Mm-hmm. And now you go out on the streets, you're you a little know. bit older, you're a little bit wiser, you have a little bit more knowledge. LAPD comes out of the academy, boom, fresh oh, boots, yeah. t- you know, 21. You go to a domestic violence call and you have two older people, 40 something year old, and this 21 year old is like, trying to give them advice yeah get the fuck out of here you're not you don't, you have a girlfriend yeah you know what i'm saying you're not you don't even know you don't even know what it is to be married wife. to a 20 you know 20 years exactly yeah. so why are they giving advice on shit like that so yeah. and 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 that's the only reason but nothing to knock off on any law enforcement yeah. i just believe that the the experience that you get before going on the patrol to serve the public is better based on the fact so, that you have time. So to, how many to years do you got to do in county or you say courts or something? Yeah. You know, how that, many years do you got to do? It depends what station you put in for, like oh. what patrol station. So if so you're you, putting in for like a fast station, yeah, like uh, like say Compton, you're gonna wait a while. No, you're gonna go fast. Oh, because really? people there do a couple years and then they're moving on to specialized units. Oh, okay, you go to Malibu, people are retiring there. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're not the Beach Boys. Shout out to Malibu, the Beach Boys. Malibu's most wanted. Hey, so to recap. So you're pretty much saying that the LAPDs are a bunch of weenies. Are the top dogs? See what he said. So see how the media fucking <laughs> produces. We're starting beef. <laughs> We're starting beef. Last, my last question, uh-huh. and then you can have it, and that's it. Oh, good, my last good. question: Was there ever a time that you either did or thought about and went somebody? You know what? Fuck you. I'm gonna take this badge off. Let's get it in. Let's Absolutely. fight. Absolutely. That's it. That's. Uh, that's how you. Yeah, that's, that's, a good one. that's a good one. Uh, there's letter of the law and spirit of the law. Okay. Um, there's ways to to handle business and and still make an effect. And so did I ever say, "Hey, I'm gonna take off my bed"? Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't remember saying something like that. But I remember saying, "Hey, look, bro, you want to go to jail? You want to go home? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. You want to go to jail? You want to go home? Give me something or." Or like, let's work this shit out. Or I'm gonna drop you off in certain area, and you gotta make your way fucking back home. Or or some shit that you're gonna teach this kid a lesson. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's just the way it was back then too. Yes. You know, oh, yeah. uh, people want to go home. You know, especially if you're a youngster, first time going to jail or juvie or some shit for tagging or some mm-hmm. whatever it was back then. Uh, caught up with weed because weed was a thing, I guess, back then yeah. and all this shit. So yeah, there's there's different ways. I, I'll give you an example. Um, in my all my years of, of working as a as a deputy, I never took a a a person to jail for a DUI, not once. Now, how the fuck does that happen, right? Like right. fifteen years, like never took one person. Did I pull over people for DUI? Absolutely, but there's different ways to skin a cat. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So there's ways that hey, you're going to the back seat, call somebody, come pick them up. Here are the keys. 
pick up the car tomorrow. Old school policing. Old school nice. policing, that right? Is, that's old school policing. Uh, yeah, that's and, 30 and G's right there you just saved them. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 30 G's, yeah. a job, you know. Yeah, you, you, know you know what's going down. Yeah. There's different ways. And so, um, you know, to answer your question, uh, it was done differently back then. And, and I think that was a lot of respect from the community, from the people that you were. If it was a gangster, that was like, damn, that's a motherfucking OG. It, right. It's not happening now. Yeah, it's true. You know what I'm saying? Do I like it that the way it happened back then? Like I said, people, you know, th that was that was the way it that happened back the then. Way, homie, it that it was, was the nothing way. criminal going on about it. It could have turned out to be right if you drop somebody off and fucking the projects and they don't make their way out. Yeah, yeah that's, that's their problem. That's now. a fucking problem right there. <laughs> like, hey, wait, it's like, wait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. but at the end of the day, um, there was different ways to skin a cat to still get a point across and to hopefully help out the, the person in a different way to see things differently. But uh, yeah, man, fuck yeah, there was always that, that right. ego and going you, up. With, with that, Deputy, I want to say thank you very much for yeah. coming oh, and, yeah. and sharing your story and being so open about it, man. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, anybody watching over here, we're here to communicate. This is what we're doing. Again, Villanueva, I'm looking for your ass, homeboy. <laughs> so with that, homeboy, I want to say we're out and thank you for Bro, coming on, man. You. I appreciate thank you. you. Thank you. For sure, thank man. you.